0: Hi, and welcome to I So Tolerate You, where your favorite empty nester couple has real conversations about real things.
1: They can inspire you.
0: Or trigger you.
1: This is not a safe space.
0: We do recommend you listen at your own discretion. So.
1: It's graduation season.
0: It's graduation season. I was wanting to talk about something that is very near and dear to your heart. Graduation? Graduation.
1: Why near and dear to my heart?
0: Well, because you just got rid of a whole class of kids. As an educator, that's a big thing for you because it's summer break.
1: Darn right. <laughs> but not just me. I mean anybody who listens to us, if they're empty nesters, graduation kind of marks that that kind of beginning feeling. The countdown
0: begins.
1: Right. After graduation. I mean, a lot of I don't know, I think a lot of parents go by graduate high school and be eighteen. Some some people are okay if, if they're Child is moving out at 18 and not graduated or vice versa. But um, overall, most of the parents that I speak to are like, mm, when they turn 18 and they're graduated, then they're free. So this marks like a piece of that towards freedom. Unless it's your first, well, even if it is your first child graduating, as in the case of my sister. Right. first child has now graduated high school.
0: Right. And, and good, the
1: countdown's on.
0: A good friend of, friend of mine from... Back in the day, it's his first child graduated also.
1: Right. And so. then some close friends of ours. It's their last child graduated. <laughs> it is their last
0: child. So they are looking forward to that emptiness scenario.
1: Right. So it is <laughs> this is the season of impending
0: Emptiness.
1: Hopefully, if we're doing everything right. Right, it's the impending so happy step towards empty nest. Everybody, yay, yay, woo! And it also marks two years <laughs> since the kid in our house graduated to move out.
0: That is true. Our last one, our last one at home. Right? Yeah.
1: Right. So two,
0: two years he's been out of the house.
1: This, I think this was a rough year as far as I mean we. Mm -hmm. Let me finish a thought. A rough (laughs) year for seniors and graduates. And I know that we said that last year because COVID hit in March last year, shut everything down, schools shut down, and a lot of the seniors were pretty much gypped on, you know, prom and all the senior experiences, graduation included.
0: I've been looking on Facebook about that now that you mention it. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who held their own proms for their kids.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. In places where it's still kind of shut down. Yeah, That
0: was that was pretty cool.
1: And they were doing that last year, too, even though it was illegal.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's uh, a few people that I've seen on Facebook that are friends of mine that um, they went to the lake and hosted a prom and had right. a bunch of the high school kids, and it was really cool.
1: Put up lights, everybody got dressed up, oh, like yeah. legit prom status. Yep. Right. And then this year... At and it, it was sad to see all these seniors not get what they, you know, worked so hard for. and
0: They they definitely didn't get the same high school senior year experience that we had.
1: And this year, I think we just tried so hard to put everything together, even though it was kind of last minute and yeah, a lot of seniors did get a graduation, but they still feel gypped.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, so. they, they missed their entire senior year or the majority of it by having to homeschool essentially is really... The way their senior year went,
1: right? I think um, the our, our kid that moved out of the house recently, a year or two ago, it's like his graduation was like the last normal graduation.
0: Yeah, it was at least in our area.
1: It was the last normal graduation. So, it was twenty nineteen.
0: Well, the graduation they did this year, they did an actual ceremony at your school, right? But it wasn't anything like they've done in the past. Um, a lot smaller ceremony, a lot. Fewer people were allowed to attend. Um, it's different. Yeah, it it was just different for everybody, right? So, but that brings me back to all these people that are going to work on their empty nest plan, whether it's getting their kid <laughs> off to college or, uh, hey, you know what? You're you're out of school. You either pay rent <laughs> or. And I'm sure after this senior year, they're anxious to get out of the house. They're probably, they're probably self-promoting the empty nest. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, you don't know how bad I want to make you an empty nester.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, guys, that's how it should be. Is that your phone?
0: Is that my phone? Yes. Probably is.
1: Um. Well, I mean, speaking of graduation, we did watch, we got to watch... My nephew's graduation on YouTube live. That was kind of cool. We ended up seeing a friend of ours. A couple friends of ours had kids graduating that same school. Right. Same graduation. So we got to see a few kids. And I got to say, watching your graduation is a far more pleasurable experience sitting on your own couch in your own living room when you can <laughs> go to the bathroom very easily and have right. all your snacks and not wear your mask. and. Oh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah watching the graduation online was actually kind of funny because they're sitting on stage six feet apart. Right. And they put a mask on and get up to speak. They pull their mask off. Right. So that you can see the video, I guess. Um, and then um, I lost—I had a train of thought and I lost it. Oh, you my God. your phone. I did. Uh, I'm getting a text about car parts now and stuff. Yeah, you're as, bad I as have a teenager.
1: Put the phone away and focus on the project at hand. Okay. Okay. No, don't don't answer. Good Lord. And you complain about teenagers.
0: Um, Well, this is something that's time sensitive and it's about my race
1: car. So is this.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, no, the graduation, they would get up and speak and they they'd take their mask off and they go stand at the podium. And then they would invite one of the students to come up and speak the entire time standing right there next to him with their arm around them. Um, no mask, put their arm on their shoulder, no mask on. And then when they're both done speaking, they put their mask on and go back to their chair. <laughs> you're, you're already more than six feet from everybody.
1: Dude, my nephew was like one of the last names called to remember.
0: Oh my God. That ceremony, they had 500 graduating something. seniors.
1: 500 plus. It was five, five something.
0: Yeah. It was, it was over 550.
1: What was your graduating class? <laughs> I mean I know we're reaching back um, into the eighties.
0: Well the class I was supposed to graduate with in the Midwest, I think I want to say there may have been sixty.
1: And then the one you did graduate with. But the one from, I did
0: graduate with, there was over three hundred.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mine was over three hundred. Yeah. Um and this this school but five something? And of course he was one of the last four or so to be called. <laughs>
0: He was number uh, five or six from the end out of 550 plus kids oh that walked.
1: Oh my gosh. It was, it was so, a long, 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 <clears throat> long, long set of calling names.
0: Yeah, it was insane. So, And then they had um, on the stage they had four students set up in each corner of the stage or one student in each of the four corners of the stage. And they had each one of these students call out two names mm-hmm. and then they would move to the next one and they would call two names and then they would move to the next one. And the way they did it was I thought they were doing all the honor students first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They They really, they didn't... Clarify. It was no alphabetical order. It was no alphabetical order, just randomly all calling Willie names. Nelson. Yeah, calling names all Willie Nelson. So, um, they had no uh, organization, I guess, to the whole ceremony. Well,
1: not one that we could pick up and on. And the
0: administrators wanted to talk about themselves more than the kids. Well, you know, we did a really good job of. Mm-hmm. Uh doing remote learning and and um their their educator of the year gave a fairly good speech. Um but still it's more like we're the teachers, we're the greatest, I'm great.
1: I could have done without that.
0: Yeah, I could have done without that too. I mean
1: I appreciate them. They did a great job. I'm not trying they, to downplay it, but there's over five hundred kids.
0: Right. They spent all this time, well, now let's go back to the choir. They're going to sing another song for 12 minutes.
1: That's a great moment Fuck. for a choir, though.
0: It was good.
1: If you had a kid in choir, you would have been so happy for that. Well, yeah,
0: it's one of the only times least... they got to perform <laughs> the entire year. But
1: at least it's the kids, you know. At least it is the graduates. Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. Do you remember anything from your graduation? Any speeches? Anything? <laughs>
0: No. Me neither. I couldn't. The only thing I can remember was God when are they going to call my name? Yeah. And my last name was at the bottom in bottom end of the alphabet and we went alphabetically.
1: Mm, my maiden last name was at the beginning of the alphabet.
0: Mm, shut up. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, the um the alphabetical thing would have been nice. At least then we could know When they were coming up. Right. Because, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were paying attention to the screen. I had
1: to take a picture of the TV screen. Right. (laughs) I was in there holding my phone up for like, it felt like three hours.
0: But I can imagine if every school in the country that was graduating had a format like that, you want to talk about a big Charlie Foxtrot. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just remember being nervous. I remember um, beach balls being uh, passed around and thrown up in the air.
0: We had a guy went up on stage. He had two tomatoes and a carrot strapped underneath his. Oh, my his, gosh. Yes. On so his, it's uh, not these kids today. Under his gown. And he jumps up. They call his name. He grabs his diploma, spins to the crowd, to the graduating class flings open his gown and there they are
1: with his vegeta vegetarian junk
0: he had his uh tomatoes and a carrot strapped on it was funny
1: so it's not these kids today these this age has always been ridiculous
0: pranks at, at graduation have been going on for years i think they're getting less and less creative now um they're getting more creative like a lot of them had Um, a message on the back of their cap. Right. And then they would turn around specifically because they knew where the camera was to show the message on their cap. And it's like,
1: butterflies fly away. Oh my gosh. It's like, "Eh." You are so hateful.
0: You could have got a little more creative with that one. Maybe it
1: means something's truly deep for that person and you're just not in the end. It's very possible, yes. It's highly (laughs) likely that that's the case.
0: Could be. Could very well be.
1: butterflies symbolize her parent, and her parent passed.
0: Okay. Remember,
1: this is a school that had a shooting in the last few years. So, let's recognize.
0: There was, I do remember, um, the one student, her father was a firefighter. Yeah. She walked in her father's fire coat. That
1: was gut-wrenching.
0: And everybody stood up and applauded and cried, and they paused the whole program, and... It was, I think he died in a fire. I, I, I don't know the story.
1: Maybe We he, should know the story.
0: I forget what it was. Anyway, yeah, was a very, very I love touching have, moment. I
1: love when they have those touching moments and that then, relate uh, to the students.
0: Right, exactly. Less about the staff, <laughs> more about the students. It just seemed like they were more interested in saying, well, we're pretty awesome. We did a good job.
1: It could just Get be out. that we were really excited just to see... True. One, a few people get their diploma and then right. be done. Yeah, but yeah, it's that season. It's that time of year. All the parties.
0: It is. Yep. And for those who haven't graduated yet, make sure that you're very careful and be safe on your mm-hmm. graduation parties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, keep an eye on your kids.
1: Don't make your first grown adult decisions. Stupid, stupid ones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know we're promoting the empty nest thing.
1: Well, but we would like it to be for reasons We don't of... want to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, or anything worse than that.
0: Or the emergency room. Right. But we do want to promote the, okay, you're done, get out.
1: So I posed a question earlier on one of my Facebook groups. Um, and I know that you will probably have very strong opinions about this one um let's let's remove ourselves a little bit and let's talk about a lot of people struggle with that one of the struggles with emptiness is one letting go it's definitely difficult to let go no it was easy somebody that you see in the house all the time and then you don't two you let go to the point where you are no longer privy to their schedule like you don't know where they are most of the time you don't know what their work schedule is when you're When your son or daughter, when your child moves out, you know, you you don't always know their work schedule. You don't always know where they are, how late they're staying out, who they're hanging with.
0: I know where ours is.
1: Okay. So...
0: (laughs) When he's not working.
1: So when you're letting things go, one of the questions that comes up is the question of helping your child. You continue to help your child. Now, in what ways um, and where is that boundary lie? And I think it's an interesting question because I can remember my mom taking me to Costco grocery shopping and we'd use her Costco card and we would split the bill or I, you know, I would count up what I put in the cart and pay mine. But a lot of the things like milk or something, we would just split it. You know, it's like two things of milk, so we'd split it. She'd take one, I'd take the other. And I remember her helping me out a lot with, like, groceries and stuff. Right. And I think a lot of parents are like, well, I definitely still want to be there to help my child. But how much is too much, and where?
0: Well, the thing with helping your child, like you said, you went to the Costco and split the grocery bill. Um you were living outside of her house I'm assuming. Right,
1: that's the so part. So
0: when when the child gets out on their own, well my thought is if you have the the means and the desire to move out that bad, then you should be buying your own groceries. Now, not to sound like an ogre, but cuz I am, but um Okay, I'm an asshole. Um, But there is a point where you can say, you know what? In order to keep you out of the house, I will help you with the groceries.
1: And I think that's what I mean. There's a lot of parents that are like, I want to help them be successful out there. You don't want
0: them to get discouraged.
1: Right. And I want to make sure that they're eating and I want to make sure... I want to make sure X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'm, I'm just wondering and, you know, talking with people about what are those boundaries? For me, definitely. I'm not paying your rent. No. Um, I'm not helping with rent.
0: I'm not paying your car.
1: That's a boundary for me. No. Car, I think it depends.
0: No. No. I'm, I'm not paying your car payment. I'm not paying your rent. Um, you're lucky you're still on my insurance. I don't mean car payment. Well, I car, just said like
1: insurance or registrations or things like that.
0: Um, where I'm at with the insurance is the the child was on the insurance prior to moving out.
1: Remember when I said I'm talking generally? Remove ourselves a little bit. Okay. You're not doing that. You're going straight to our children.
0: Okay. Okay. So my thought is, <laughs> let's let's make this a little more vague then.
1: <clears throat> because it's not about us. This is about most people trying to find that line.
0: Right. So it, it's different for men than it is for women.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Women always want to be the nurturing mother. So they're going to voluntarily say, okay, I'll help you out, you know, a little bit here and there. Whereas the guys, men are more apt to say, um... You're a grown-ass adult right now. You should be taking care of your own things. You, You wanted to be an adult. You wanted to move out. You wanted to have the life of your own, which is expected. That's what happens. Then you need to accept all of the adult responsibilities. Whereas women are more likely to say, well... You know, I th- I think, how about if I pay the insurance for your car this month because I know you're probably got something else going or you might be a little bit short or, or whatever the case is.
1: I remember my mom doing things like that for me. <laughs> and so I don't I, see anything wrong with that. I was actually quite appreciative because I wasn't the type to say, hey, mom. I am totally out of money, and I don't have any Top Ramen, or I have to let my insurance lapse this month. I would never go to her and say that. So I appreciated that she could kind of pick up on things and help out. Now, she never just handed me $300 or right. anything like that. But she'd say, hey, if you want to drive me to the grocery store, and we'll pick up some groceries? I'll get you some groceries. Right. I appreciated that.
0: Again, that was your mother. So? Did your dad ever come up and say, hey... Would you you drive me to the grocery store I'll get you some groceries? I
1: don't understand how that has to do with whether something is acceptable or not.
0: Um, Well, whatever's acceptable is, is an individual's opinion. It's your own point of view. Okay. For men, men generally look at things a little bit different. Men are going to be, well, sorry about your luck. You're going to learn that lesson.
1: That's not, I don't. Mm, that's not been my experience with my father, yes, but with other people's so fathers, to, no.
0: To to put that into a little more uh, simple terms, men are a little more disconnected at that point, whereas the mothers, the dads are. Um, you're you're trying to teach that life lesson, whereas the moms are more nurturing. They're going to be, the dads are going to be a little bit less connected. The moms are going to be, um a little more on the nurturing side of, I want to still take care of my child and help where I can. Whereas the dads are going to do it when mom's not looking and say, here, I know you're probably a little short on groceries. Here's a hundred bucks. Go buy some food. You just said
1: the dads would be like, sorry about your luck.
0: Unless it's a daughter.
1: Oh, see now you've got all these variables. That's not very helpful. So what I want to say is if we're going to go generalizing here, okay, the moms do it. Quote, the moms do it because we have a little bit more know on what's going on in their lives and where they could use the help because we don't disconnect to that level. And arguably, generally, many men or fathers have done a level of disconnecting well before they move out.
0: Yes, because the dads don't want to show their emotional attachment.
1: That's pathetic.
0: Generally speaking.
1: That's pathetic.
0: Okay. Well.
1: I just think that's pathetic.
0: Okay. Then it's pathetic.
1: Wow. Okay. So clearly this would be a female discussion.
0: This would be a female discussion. Men men generally aren't in touch with our feelings like that. Now, there are some men out there who have that strong bond with their kids, even after their kids are out of the house and i i still have a strong bond with actually i think i have a stronger bond now that he's out of the house than we did when he was home do i run out and give him a bunch of money no okay well off the record maybe i have or have not
1: people are talking about like where do you how do you let that go where do you let that go and I, i think most people tend to agree with i don't help pay their rent
0: Yes. Um, or their
1: car payment isn't often often a big one, too. Right. Um, but some groceries here and there, a gift card to groceries, and, take them out to eat. I, I think mean, those are very normal things.
0: And I can be sympathetic to that. Um, the you know groceries here and there, everybody gets in a tight spot. And one thing that I've noticed about people in general is you don't want to see someone starve. You don't want to see somebody not be able to put food on the table. Now, I get that. And I'm a supporter. I've been a recipient on that end of it where I was not able to put food on the table even before we got married when I was still single. Mm -hmm. There was plenty of times where um, your parents are going to help no matter what. Right. So, uh, and we're a prime example of that. Right. We had a a transportation issue where we were flat broke and we had family come through and helped us in a very tight situation. Right. Um, And it could have
1: easily been like, y'all made your own choices. Right. You know, whatever, like you're saying, but.
0: Right. And, And it could very well have been like that. But there are certain things that Family will disconnect from, and that's one, the two big ones you've already mentioned. I'm not going to pay your rent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to make your car payment, I'm not going to pay your insurance on that car
1: or fun money
0: or fun money.
1: Generally, not don't, fun don't money. come
0: to me and say, Hey, um, I can't make my car payment this month because I got a party coming up, or right. check out these nice hundred dollar shoes that I have, right? Uh, no.
1: And maybe that is part of what happens too is that, you know, as, as parents who are aware and, and, you know, still kind of connected to their children even after they move out and aware of their needs that, you know, when you're figuring out where it's appropriate to help and when, you, you know, you're paying attention to things like that. Right. Um, because sometimes what what they need from you is to learn some more money management deals or something like that. And sometimes they just need you to take them to lunch and fill their gas tank or something. And that's a very nice something you get to spend time. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not past it. I get to spend time (laughs) with them. (laughs) I'll take you to lunch. (laughs) Because then I get to sit down and chat with them. So it's as much for me as it is for him. And I remember my mom saying, okay, I'm going to fill your gas tank since you're taking me to the grocery store. And even, even if I didn't need it, she would still offer and I just remember I just was so grateful for that but Mm -hmm. then again those are kind of the gifts I like or practical gifts so I guess that makes sense
0: that's true I like frivolous shit so
1: yeah every time I go to the store you like buy me something pretty
0: bring me back something pretty
1: (laughs) and I come home every time
0: with something pretty
1: me yeah I'm the something pretty
0: that's what I said you come home every time with something pretty me
1: give for graduation gifts most people say money do you agree with that
0: um to an extent yes
1: what is that extent
0: okay my problem with you know my my personal beliefs on gift giving
1: oh no money no gift cards
0: money no money no gift cards you give something that if you know that they want something okay maybe you go out of your way and get them that item Mm -hmm. or you get them something that you know that they can use
1: yeah but when Um, when people are graduating like your friends kids or your own kids or you know what do you
0: get them something you you get them a gift you don't get them unless so so here's an exception there and weddings are the same way um some people say well we'd like to go on a on a a nice honeymoon right. or we want to take a trip somewhere right so in that circumstance i can understand giving some kind of cash or check or a venmo or whatever the case may be but if it's not if you're not giving a trip as a gift or somebody's using it for something you know hey we're going to vegas you're getting cash so mm.
1: I say graduations and weddings are good times to give um, cash or gift cards. I think those um, are acceptable at those two times. Weddings
0: are acceptable because, I mean, you're you're getting married. You're just starting out unless you're an older couple who's already established.
1: Or you're starting out again.
0: Or you're starting out again. The
1: graduation, you're just starting
0: out. Graduation, you are just starting out. But I think if if you give cash for graduation, especially for high school, it's like, hey... I got 300 bucks from everybody.
1: Right. That's what you did. Party! No. Woohoo. Some of these guys are making their own money anyway, but that's what that's I remember. True. I remember getting cash for graduation and I feel like those are the two like you said weddings also. I didn't think about that, but weddings and graduation, they seem to be those those times for cash and gift cards. Because eh. I got to tell you there is boxes of graduate type gifts like stuffed toys and
0: bracelets <sighs> oh and stuff god. that don't
1: ever get touched again.
0: Stuffed toys are, if you give someone a fucking <laughs> stuffed animal for a graduation <laughs> gift, you're a f you're part of the problem.
1: What problem? Oh
0: my god. You give a stuffed <laughs> but you toy get, you
1: get them to where as you can sign an accompaniment
0: them. To a gift.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You don't give it as the gift. Okay. Oh, please. you're graduating. Why are you, looking at me like that? you went through 12 years of, of school, whatever, 13 years of school, and it's an accomplishment. Have a stuffed teddy bear. Who gives a fuck about a stuffed teddy bear?
1: So cash then.
0: <laughs> now, if you give them a stuffed teddy bear with a hundred dollar bill hanging out of its G string, okay. <laughs> But you don't give a fucking stuffed teddy okay. bear as All a right. gift. Stuffed Gosh. animals are what you win Dude, at the carnival. It.
1: so triggered so They easily. stick
0: around for okay. five, seven days and you throw it in the trash. Except for your monkey.
1: I know. You won me a monkey. It's I a did. Uh, you get so triggered so easily, so quickly. I'm just like, whoa, okay. Wrong <laughs> turn. Detour. Detour. No. no, Abort. It, abort.
0: There are certain things that trigger me. Stupidity triggers me.
1: Yeah, but what you think is stupid might not be what other people think is stupid.
0: Giving a teddy bear to a grown adult as a gift,
1: <laughs> I think it's, it's all an accompaniment.
0: <laughs> it's an accompaniment to a gift.
1: Okay, I you get wanna, that now. You want to give
0: a, a, a oh, give a teddy oh bear gosh. with a diamond ring on a necklace around <laughs> its neck?
1: Yes, can I have that?
0: Okay. <laughs> yes, you can have the teddy bear. <laughs>
1: I'm not laughing. Oh, I was. Abort, abort! (coughs) Abort,
0: abort! You want to give me a teddy bear with a new electric impact driver? No. Attached to it? Perfect.
1: A teddy bear riding on a riding lawnmower? On a
0: riding lawnmower? I'll
1: take a teddy bear sitting in the driver's seat of my brand new 2021 Ford Bronco. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) First off, you don't ever buy them the first year that they come out. Because they haven't worked all the bugs out of them yet.
1: Uh, the bugs are worked out better than the cars I'm driving now.
0: Ow. Ouch. Ouch.
1: So, funny story. Oh, God. I got stuck at the grocery store today. But uh, I jiggled the handle a couple times, and lo I told and behold. you, just jiggle
0: the handle. It'll start. It
1: started up again, but mm-hmm. damn, it's about to be summer, and I am not wanting any of that.
0: It's got a loose, I think the battery, con- well, terminal is loose it. on the battery. Handle
1: it. That is your job.
0: That's what it sounds like, You anyway. have
1: clean underwear every time you get dressed? That is my job. I am doing my job. You well, do your job. You if do your to, job.
0: You jiggled the handle, and it worked. <laughs> you so do your it's job. something loose somewhere. <laughs> Just saying.
1: Just saying. Just you saying. You do your job. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Oh.
0: So tomorrow I got to go out and look at the battery. Is that what you're telling me?
1: That would be so nice of you. Do you that know, would be super. I would appreciate super. that. That would be, you know, I, acts of service is my love language. I would feel cared for and loved. Mm-hmm. I really would.
0: And really nice gifts are my love language. So I have a birthday coming up soon.
1: Oh, I know. But everything you want is like $1,000.
0: No, not everything.
1: Everything you want is 800 to to
0: $1,000. Then you could just give me cash for car parts. Oh, there.
1: no, no, no cash. You already said mm-hmm. you don't give cash. You're not getting married or graduating, so therefore you do not get cash.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: I can't buy car parts. I have no idea what to buy you, so.
0: Just give it to James. Teddy bear it is. <laughs> just give the cash to James. He's already placed the order.
1: Teddy bear it is.
0: <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> as long as there's cash hanging out of its Teddy G-string bear
1: holding an AutoZone gift card <laughs>
0: oh god it's got to be summit racing
1: oh please
0: it's a race car you don't buy like stock auto parts for a performance machine
1: silence i'm a performance machine
0: <laughs> i don't ever buy you stock parts
1: what parts do you buy me
0: look on your left hand
1: You bought me one diamond. Boom. You never bought me a diamond in the first place. This is literally 17 years, the first diamond you ever bought me. So you don't really get to do that. Well,
0: that's because the car was brand new 17 (laughs) years ago. There was nothing wrong with it. (laughs) It didn't need upgrades. My
1: wedding ring set (laughs) came from my parents. You have never bought me a diamond before this.
0: The car was in immaculate shape back then. Why would I buy new parts for a a new car? You
1: were ridiculous. Well, now the car, me, is breaking down and sputtering.
0: Oh, does that mean it's time for a new car? Maybe. <laughs> a, a newer car?
1: Is that what you need? A newer model? Maybe. All right. Joe's taking applications for a new wife. She must be under 40 years old. She must be less than 185 pounds.
0: 20, a pair of 20-year-olds. <laughs>
1: You could handle go. it. You'd die of a heart attack. I
0: would so die of a heart attack.
1: Yeah. And that's disgusting. Yeah. Your kids are. Oh, yeah. The older your kids get, the older, like, your younger wives have to be.
0: I don't understand the question.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, if you would like to apply to be the next Mrs. Joe Shanley, <laughs> mm-hmm. you just send those applications over to
0: isotolerateyouatgmail.com. <laughs>
1: You can find us on the on the internet.
0: You can at isotolerateyou.com.
1: And you can find us on Facebook
0: at face. It's isotolerateyou
1: Facebook page.
0: Oh, yeah, whatever. It's isotolerateyou.
1: Mhm. So you can put your applications in there. Boom. <laughs> anyway, I got I got nothing else. You're a jerk. I'm over it. Wow. I just I I so, so and tolerate you.
0: I guess that'll do it for us for this week.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: all right, you heard her hit us up isotolerateyou at gmail.com. Go to the website isotolerateyou.com and we will talk to you guys on the next one. I so tolerate you. And I so tolerate you. <laughs> oh my goodness.